0: Recorded live. Okay.
1: Ready, man? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so I got the recording going, and we'll get started. All right. Hey, what's up? This is Derek with HopeBeat.net, and I'm on the phone with Joseph Rojas from the band um, Seventh-day Slumber. What's going on, man? What's up, Derek? Thanks for having me. Yeah, buddy. Uh A huge fan of the music, man, and been looking forward to talking with you for a long time now, so it's just an honor, and I'm a little bit uh, star to have you on the phone, dude, but thanks so much for calling in and being a part of what we're doing. Hey, man, thank you, and thank you for what you do, man. Yeah, huge fan, and um, just like seeing you on on TBN and and hearing your testimony and your passion for God, man, it really excites me and and just puts me in the mood to want to Uh, you know pursue the faith even deeper man to know that there's people who have been doing it as long as you have and you're still as passionate today about the gospel and about seeing lives change man so hats off to you and your band and everything you're doing man god has brought you a long way and it's just uh an encouragement for people like me to keep pressing on man
0: well man that's why we do it you know we want to make sure that, that we keep god first and 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 everything that we do out here you know and it's real easy to get sidetracked and and get caught up in all the all the politics of the industry and, and the way, you know, and, and also just uh, even touring, you know, to get caught up yeah in other things and lose your focus. And it's important uh, for us that we keep ministry first and music second.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to go into a little bit more um, detail about that here in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about your new album or the new EP that's coming out and the new single. The new single is "Bring It On." Uh, it was just released this past Monday. It's an amazing track. It's like an anthem, like a fight song, man. So I've been listening to that a lot since you guys released it, and it's on the um, the EP "Redline," man. Um, what does that word mean? What does what what does the title "Redline" mean to you guys?
0: Uh, Redline is just a it's just the current state of our country, man. The way things are going, and we we kind of like compare it to redlining a car if you have a race car and you you know you, you you're you on the track man going you go too hard and you keep that that needle in the red on that tachometer and you keep it in the red too long that car's eventually going to blow up it's telling you the red the red line there is telling you hey man you're 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 you're, you're doing too much man and uh and you need to take it down a notch that's what the red line is for and so uh and i feel like the current state of our country is like we're a, a race car that's in the red right now man and, and we've taken god out of everything and and uh you know it's like the you know everybody uh it's okay uh you know it's it's okay to offend christians and it's okay to to say whatever you want about christian people but uh but we don't have we can't have an opinion about anything, uh, and or we get immediately attacked or or called bigots or or hate mongers and all these different things, man. We're just in that state right now, man. I feel like our country's in the red. Yeah, and uh, it's it's crazy. You can't go like that too much longer.
1: Yeah, we're in a... <laughs> We're definitely in a weird spot right now. I I think as Christians we're in a great place uh, as far as the spirit of revival being poured out and that, uh, you know, we're being tried and tested. So I think we've been, you know, waiting for this this, this position for a while, and we knew it was coming, and now it's here. And so it's like, what are you going to do with it? Now the persecution's here. Now we're in the red line. Now what are you going to do? Now when it's time to stand for your faith versus wearing your Christian T-shirts or listening to your Christian music of, of really being Christ-like and really carrying the gospel, uh, knowing that the gospel offends people, knowing that your opinion of the truth uh, offends people as well, are you going to be silent or are you going to speak up? And so that's what I want to ask you about this album. So is this album somewhat like a, like a call to repentance or something like that?
0: You know man it's really not that's the thing like I, I know that the the record's called red line it's just how i felt at the time when i named the the ep but this their uh the record is is more about uh, we're still we're still we're still speaking to people um based on like these songs still speak to people that send us messages on Facebook that have been struggling with with people bullying them, and, and so yeah, I mean it it's it's a there's parts of it that are just about, um, saying, you know, it's like this, like I said, if you say anything on your Facebook or uh, against uh, gay marriage or something like that, dude, you will get attacked, and there are, we've yeah. gotten so many messages from people going, man, I'm shutting down my Facebook. The, you know, these are people that I've known for years, and then I just make one comment about how I don't agree with gay marriage, and now they unfriend me and send yeah. me all these bad messages. So you got, you know, these are teenagers that uh, have to deal with being teenagers, and then all of us, and then and still have to and, and being a, a Christian teenager. And so we, some of there's one song, you know, uh, called "I'll Bleed," and and it's on the EP, and that song is about how uh, they're about bullies. It's about people that just bully you and harass you. And, um, and basically it talks about how one day, you know, I hope they see the truth that only God can save you. You're right where you belong. And someone saw my lyrics and said, man, it sounds like that was a little harsh. And, uh, cause it says, I watch you bleed." it talks the the beginning of the song talks about how this person doesn't, this person thinks too much of themselves. And, um, basically their reality is fake, and there's no one that can tell you anything. And it says, you're laughing while I'm bleeding. And so the, so it's about bullying, and they're laughing as this person is, is hurting, bleeding from the inside, you know. And, and so then, but in the bridge it says, now I watch you bleed. Now I watch you bleed. I watch you fade away. Um, I watch you sink down to the ocean floor. Basically it's, it's saying, I can't do anything to help you. Uh, now, you, you 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 made this bed, and you got to sleep in it, and it says only God can – I hope you'll see the truth. Um, only God can save you, but you're right where you belong. And so someone said, man, right where you belong? That sounds really harsh. And I'm like, look, no, sometimes we need to be in that place. And then you make a decision at that point. Uh-huh. Do you want to serve God, or do or you continue sinking down to the ocean floor? So you yeah. need to be in that place.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, man. That's why I'm so encouraged. Even just looking on your Facebook timeline, that you haven't, um, you know, uh, been silent on some of these issues. You've given your your uh, you know opinion and given some truths when when the um, the majority would tell you just to you know hold your peace and just you know make peace and love everybody and not give your opinion because you're going to offend people. And I've just seen how you know you've had a comment here and there and stuff. Uh, you know, about stuff, and it's a godly comment, man. It's with much much discernment, and, and you see the people um, erupting or, or trying to read into it further when you're showing grace and mercy and things, and so even for someone like me, I've been silent in the past because I didn't want to offend people when I, I had a very outspoken opinion, but I didn't tell anyone because of the fear of the rejection and things like that, and to see you still doing that uh, you know, and not really caring about you know what this can do to my so-called reputation because it you know it is about truth. It is about the fact that we have um, the gospel, that we have the life inside us, uh, inside of us, and we have what everyone is looking for. Like we have that, and so for you to put yourself out there and say you know what I'm going to address this, you know, and to put yourself out there, man, it it really says a lot. And I'm I'm encouraged, and I've seen a lot of the stuff going on on your timeline and um there's a lot of people who won't say anything because they'll lose fans they won't talk about religion or politics and uh because you know it's going to split it's going to split your fan base down the middle but for you to socially adjust these um these topics that are going on really says a lot about your faith and what you believe that that you know we have the remedy for what's going on man so kudos to you for doing what you're doing on that end as well
0: well thank you man it's that's if you got a platform and God gave you this platform and, and allows you to have this platform, you you got to use it for His glory. You got to and, and and we do we do it in love, man. And I dude, I got a lot of a lot of haters out there, man. That, that go, man. You know, you it just sounds like you don't. You're not showing love to people. And I'm like, well, you know, it's it's not that at all. And I and and I think the difficult thing is for people to separate not agreeing like the minute you don't agree with somebody you're a, a, a bigot you're considered hateful just mm-hmm. because i don't agree with you i there's a lot of things i don't agree with that uh, that but i don't i don't there's no hate involved in that at all man and to tell you the truth uh to tell you the truth is the is love for me to tell you the truth on my facebook when i know that i could lose uh you know fans or get hate uh messages or I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about some dirty messages, man, from people.
1: Yeah, I can imagine uh,
0: that. I mean, I'm I'm talking about some crazy stuff because you got people trolling on your Facebook, things like that. But, dude, I'm willing to do it, and and so it's the opposite of of hate. It's love. I love you enough to tell yeah. you the truth and put myself out there. But just remember, you know, that's the thing with all these uh, new bands coming up, dude. This if God. God gave you a platform to use for His glory, and our page is not just to promote new records. And you know, we we obviously want to promote our new records and promote our songs because we feel like they'll change people's lives. And and so, uh, but our page isn't just to promote tours and records. It's to, it's it, the the reason we have the, the status we have or, or or where we're at is because God allowed it, and and so we want to make sure He gets the glory.
1: Yeah. I know your testimony, I know where you guys started, you know, from a move of God and God just really transforming your life and um, and just basically setting you on fire to take that message to the world. And you guys have been in it for a while. Where do you see us going, man? Where do you see uh, Christian music, the Christian entertainment business? Like, like, what is it morphed into? Because I know it was birthed for you out of a move of God and and now, what is it becoming because there is the ministry versus industry and, and these churches may you know certain churches may just want you to come and put on a concert and 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 not really speak on issues or or even do an altar call or something like that they just want some some form of entertainment when at the same time entertainment is very powerful where is it now versus to where it started with the music and everything and and I'm saying where it's at
0: well, I think that there's two different things going on. I, I remember, um, you know, we, I've been doing this for a long time, and so, uh, you know, almost 18 years, and I've been signed to a major record label or involved with a major record label for, you know, 15 of those 18 years. And so I've seen the industry change. fact, uh, when I was doing this, when I first got signed, there were Christian record labels. And, uh, you know, then you would have major distribution through a secular distribution channel, whether it be Capital, Universal, Sony, uh, EMI, whatever. But um, but now it's like there are no more Christian record labels. It's just the majors, and they have basically bought the yeah. Christian label and own the Christian label. So you don't really have a Christian record label like you did back in the day when Sparrow first started. Now Sparrow's... Not that they don't it's not a Christian couple that started it anymore And mm-hmm. so even with Tooth and nail the label we were on, uh, we've been on, we were on tooth and nail for eight years they were acquired by EMI basically um, EMI all my checks came from EMI not Tooth and nail. And so anyway I just it, you know the industry has, has changed a lot when back in the day there used to be actual Christian record labels and it would be ministry minded now it's about selling records it's about moving products. But as far as out in in the uh, like in the touring world, and um, you know, so you deal with you deal with that crazy nonsense, and as far as industry politics, when you're dealing with record labels. Um, but but out in the you know touring, what I've seen is actually I see churches now more than ever wanting altar calls, mm. where there was this movement in the middle of a or this time in, you know in the five years ago where it wasn't cool to do an altar call. Yeah. You know, it, 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 we it, we kind of went through this period of time where it just wasn't cool to do an altar call, and and so a lot of bands stopped doing them. And and uh, we we've always done them. And we we tell churches if you're just bringing us in to jump around and play music real loud, and you you got the wrong band, you need to call somebody else. Uh, we're, we we wanna, we want to we want to entertain the crowd. And man, we got pyro, we got dude, we got laser lights we've got moving intelligent lighting we've got big blinders and everything so we put on a good show and a, and a big show but uh but all of that is a front man mm-hmm. the, that that's just a front dude we people like bright shiny things so we give it to you and yeah. and the reason we give it to you is because we want to open the door to be able to speak a message in your life that will change that's life changing so mm-hmm. but we've seen that with the churches lately where where a lot of them just um you know there was a period of time where they were like, yeah, we just want you to put on a show and, and, uh, we got a budget for it. So, you know, here's 6,000 bucks, come play. And, uh, and now we're seeing people that churches that are tired of it. it, They, they, they know that people need more than just a a, a show. They, they need, they need more than that. And so I don't know, man, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird time, dude. It's, you know, it's a really weird time. And what I've, what I've known and what I've, what I've learned over the years is that um, in, that people are hungry no matter where you're at, whether you're at a secular fair, playing with secular bands, or whatever, man. People are hungry, even in the church. And so, so it's for us, we just try to stay relevant. We don't get too preachy and start talking in Christianese. People don't understand all that. Uh-huh. You know, there's new Christians that don't understand. When I first got saved, I didn't understand you know, the Holy Ghost and yeah. all these different things. It's like, dude, I, I didn't know that. I just need you to talk to me normal. I yeah. need you to meet me where I'm at, dude, because mm. I'm hurting. I'm struggling, dude. Can you just speak to me one-on-one, man, and, and speak from your heart and not try to sound yeah. too, you know,
1: religious?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have time for that, man. You know what mm. I mean? And that's what, we, and that's what we see out here right now is, uh, is people that they, they just need you to be honest with them. They need you to be real and our uh, churches are are uh, are are hungry as well.
1: Yeah, dude, that's that's encouraging to hear. I'll I'll say that. That is encouraging. And I think that it's because of this, you know, somewhat persecution that we're going to that people are tired of playing games and it's kind of like, okay, we need to draw the line. Do I want to live for God or do I want to live for myself? Do I want to return to my first love and, you know, stir up the things of God that are within me or just give you a concert and and kind of go through the motions and stuff. So that's very encouraging to hear, man. That's awesome. Um absolutely. For the for you know, for the next question I have for you, you guys um recently had your son actually join you on the drums in the band. Man. um how's yeah. that How's how's that situation going? Man, it's
0: awesome. I I you know, I get to look back and see my 14-year-old son playing drums every night and and um you know, it's I was a drug addict, dude. Like, you know, I, I had no hope in my life. I, I was looking at prison time, man, and you know, in and out of these jails and institutions and and that crazy stuff. And you know my story, but it's like to go from that. At even one point, I was homeless. You know, and it was by my own choice. You know, my, I just I couldn't look my mom in the face uh, yeah. after stealing from her and breaking her heart and all these things. But, but man, to go from that. To uh, now having um, a beautiful, amazing wife, my wife Lori, she's unbelievably awesome, and and you know to be married 16 years with this woman and be on tour with her for 16 years, um, but to also be on tour with my three sons and then to have one playing in the band is uh, you know it's God, it's a miracle, and it just shows it just shows that no matter how far you think you've gone, no matter what you've done in your life, that you're not too, you're not out of the reach of God. And I, I felt like I was after, after, uh, even after becoming a Christian, there were times where I felt like I made a stupid mistake or I did something really bad. And I just felt like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm moving myself out of the reach of God. And, and, uh, we're never out of the reach of God. And so, you know, that's, it's to see my son there, he celebrated a year playing with us on his birthday because he, he got the gig on his birthday, and right. dude, I, I'm telling you right now, man, I made him audition. Yeah. Like I told my son, I said, "This isn't, you know, it, this isn't like um, our, you know, this this is a big deal, son. I said, this is what daddy does for a living. This is my career, and uh, and and so I can't just throw my kid on the drums because I think it's cute. Yeah. You know, this is this is uh, daddy's in an international band." And uh, and I said, son, if you want to be in this band, and I already knew he had the skill to play because the kids, I mean, he's a born drummer. And so, like, I mean, he's just, he's born to do it. And so I, I knew he had the skill to play, but I said, dude, I'm not going to tell you to practice. I'm not going to make you, you know, I'm going to let you, whatever your wherever your heart is, man, That's where, that's where where that's where you'll be. That's what you'll do. Dude, that guy was practicing every day, and he auditioned like everybody else, and he, I mean, we all thought he he felt the best. He knows, you know, he's been on the road with me since he was six weeks old, so, but anyway, yeah, man, I mean, it's just, it's it's crazy to have him in this band. I mean, it's like I said, it's this, this is his third major tour with us, uh, the tour that we're on right now, the Small Town America Tour, and uh, he's killing it out there every night.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I've been in those situations, too, where you're talking about, you just kind of sit back and look, you're like, man, what is going on? Like, I was at the pit, you know, on the brink of death, uh, on the verge of insanity, and then I'm looking back, and now all things have been made new, and it's been years have passed, and it's like, man, I remember it like it was yesterday, and just to know that, man, that God is good, man, he's faithful to do what he said he's going to do, and, you know, his grace is alive, and so that same power that is relevant in your life, and that brought you from the pit to where you are now, like, that's the same, you know, power that we walk in, and we and. would be selfish for us to hold it back, and I think it just still keeps coming back to, um, you know, you you sharing it openly, like you having this gift of God, and you know the gospel and the power thereof, and people who are suffering, and for you not to tell them the answer uh, answer, and for you not to show them the way would be would be selfish of you, man. So those sobering moments like that, man, I I totally know what you're, you're speaking on. Um, yeah. What are some of the um some encouragement that you would say to, to younger artists who are out there doing it um, because I know we run into to people all the time and we do concerts and shows with different artists who, who have a different vision and, and who are in it for a different reason, who may have not had that that encounter of being on the brink of of, of prison or, or, you know what I'm saying, on the brink of losing it all. So it's not as fragile to them to be thankful for them to be in that situation and we rub shoulders with these people who are in it for the money, who are in it for the applause, you know for the fun of it, for the thrill of it all what in, what encouragement or what would you have to say artists out there who are who are making a name for themselves um, you know out there doing Christian music
0: man um well, I would definitely encourage um uh, an artist out there that's doing this for the right reasons man uh to keep doing it, stay strong. Um, and uh and you know if God called you to it he's going to open the right doors don't be trying to open doors that God is closing mm-hmm. and uh that that's and and walk through the doors that he's opened and you got to you got to be in tune with him to know the difference <coughs> um excuse me <coughs> but um you know I see there's a lot of artists out there with big hearts man and 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 big dreams and and they can be discouraged really easily by uh, a, a promoter or a record label turning them down or something like that and I just I just want to encourage them that hey man these these things take time and and so to keep pounding the pavement, keep doing it, keep getting your music out there that's the key man like if you only have one like a week on your Facebook, it's still one more that you didn't have and and never miss an opportunity. To, uh, to to do an interview if, if and maybe you say, well, it's, you know, it's not a big radio station or it's an internet station or it's that. I know artists that won't even do internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't do interviews on, on internet stations because they feel like it's beneath them or, or it's not big enough. And, I, yeah. and I'm saying to artists that are listening to this, man, don't miss an opportunity to share your message, to share your story, to share your music um, that God has placed on your heart, man. Get your music out any way that, uh, you know, even if, like I said, even if it's a one like a week, man, it's one like more than you had. It, it don't, and don't listen to the critics, man. Don't listen to the critics because everybody's a critic. And so, you know, I, I would just encourage them. Now, for those that are doing this for the wrong reasons, and and let me tell you, I've met a few. I've met a few uh, recently where I'm just like, dude, are you serious right now? uh you the the using the whole god thing as a as a way to to make it and do music um do there's there's a, there's a, I got a real big problem with that man uh-huh. and this and I, and god does too yeah. you know we sell we sell Jesus t-shirts and uh you know and uh things like that but then we won't give him 5 minutes from the stage you know to to glorify him and, dude, it's it's crazy, man. I, I just like I said, I I, I meet people like that and and, uh, it I ain't got time for it, dude. I'll call you out straight up
1: mm-hmm. and have. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's that boldness, dude. And um, you know that's why that's, I think that's why we're talking, man. There's a lot of people we can reach out to, but I really respect your position, man. I really do. Oh
0: man, I appreciate, and you know, dude, it's like this, dude. I'm nobody special, so I'm, I'm not saying that I, you know, I'm not saying, hey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm bigger than I am or anything like that, man. I'm, I'm, I'm nobody special, dude. I'm just a guy, who, uh, you know, who happened to get some songs on the radio but, and and that kind of stuff. But, dude, I've been doing it a long time, and, um, and so the, building these relationships with people, like promoters and and Dude, I see these bands that are so rude to sound men and promoters and uh the other day I I saw a, you know a gentleman who was rude to a pastor and I was like, man, this is crazy, you know, like he 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 was just arrogant and rude to the pastor and I was like, dude, this is this is ridiculous, dude. Um you you can't you can't have any kind of longevity, man, if by by being rude to people and and thinking that you're somebody special because you sold a couple records, man.
1: Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. Yeah, totally agree. Um, One last question I have for you, man. All right. Um, If someone's um, riding in their car and there's a stack of CDs there, we got Nirvana, Slipknot, Mudvayne, Corn, all of these CDs laying out, and a Seventh Day Slumber mixed in there with it. Why should they pick up your CD versus the other CDs that I have mentioned?
0: Well, man, and, and and believe it or not, it's it's crazy because we have a lot of fans that uh, that haven't quite made the turn yet <laughs> to Christianity. Yeah. Like they they they, but they love our music, and and so they got it mixed in with Slipknot mm-hmm. or you know, corner or, or something like that. Dude, here's what I would say, and this is my goal, and this is this is something that I this is my goal when it comes to that. But what you just asked me, uh-huh. my goal is for people that would listen to like corn or Slipknot. They see what corn and Slipknot does. It, they do it really well, man. They meet the people where they're at. Exactly. They talk about the hurt. They talk about the pain. They talk about. Uh, the rejection and betrayal and and the feelings of losslessness man and they do it well and they meet those kids where they're at so those kids um can relate to these bands because these bands are talking about real issues but what these bands don't do that i feel like we do is we not only talk about those issues and meet them where we're at but we give them a solution Mm -hmm. and that's why someone should pick up a seventh day slumber cd or uh, you know whatever other bands that are out there man like skillet and those guys like I just uh, we don't just meet you where you're at, but we give you a solution. We paint Christ is the answer to your broken your brokenness, and and Christ is the answer to your your cutting and your and your addiction, man, and your hurt. Um, and that's what RCD does. But I think that um, I once again I think that Corn and Slipknot and those guys, what they do, they do it well. They just don't have an answer to give. Mm-hmm. And so they meet them where they're at but they, but they all stay there and yeah. and Jesus is the one that's going to pull you out of it.
1: Yeah. Hey, Amen. That's awesome, dude. So the upcoming EP is entitled Red Line. Do you guys have a release date for that?
0: October 9th, man. It'll hit um it'll hit stores and um Amazon and uh, iTunes and all of it. It'll be worldwide on October 9th and we're excited, dude. We got a really cool uh, new label that we're with and and uh we're still with with uh capital well we were with e m i and then universal bought e m i and uh and universal owns capital it's a weird thing but they are they're still our major distribution but uh we're with v s r uh music and man they're a christian they're they're truly a christian record label and we love it. we love it we love being with them dude they're awesome and we can't wait for this uh we did we are the broken with them and uh we can't wait to release redline and uh, we still got a bunch of other songs that just aren't completely done yet, but it'll complete the record. red line.
1: I'm loving the heavy sound, man. I know some people may disagree. I I, re- I read your post about the labels and everything, and somebody um, emailing you, but I love the heavy yeah. sound, dude. And and you know, not just the heavy sound, but I love how you mix it. It's it's heavy. It's soft. It's it's climatic, and so it's. It's amazing. I love what you guys are doing. You're doing it well going back to the roots and that's the stuff I love personally. You guys are still out on the road right now? You guys have a couple more dates or what?
0: Yeah, man, we got a uh, man, we still have two more months out here. Uh I'm in Texas right now um in uh, in Granbury, Texas. We played at a, at a a big biker bash, uh biker rally thing and uh and our trailer we we lost an axle so my wife and I and our three kids are still here in Granberry. Everybody else went home. Firefly, um, like let, let the band members ride with them back to Nashville. And so my wife and I are out here getting the trailer fixed. But man, we're out here for two more months, dude. And uh, we're seeing lives changed every single night. And it's it's awesome, dude. It's
1: really really cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Um, Everybody listening, make sure that you guys catch these guys on one of the dates. If they're coming anywhere close, make sure you guys make it a priority to go and see them. They do put on an amazing concert, and you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to hear the gospel in their music, man. It's beautiful stuff. So thanks so much for coming on, uh, Jason. It means the world, dude. Thanks so much. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I'm sorry, Joseph. I'm tripping. That's okay. Joseph, yeah. Thanks so much, dude. Um, if you don't mind, man, can we get a drop for HopeBeat.net?
0: Yeah. So it's uh, it's just uh, HopeBeat.net, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Do you uh, just, just whenever?
1: Or... Uh, yeah. You can just say your name and then the band, and uh, you're listening to HopeBeat.net. Something about Christian music or something.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joseph Rojas with Seventh Day Slumber. All right, let me do it again. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joseph Rojas from the band Seventh Day Slumber, and you're listening to HopeBeat.net. Keep it locked. Don't turn that
1: dial. Yes, sir. Thanks so much, dude. It means a lot. I've been keeping up with you for a while, so I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm digging this Pyrex dude, man.
1: Yeah, Pyrex is dope, man. He's dope, yeah.
0: Yeah, I got a – I bought – I guess it was a mashup with his. Uh, huh. From, so it was a mashup that he was on. I, I, I bought his CD too, but uh, or, I got it on. I bought it on iTunes, I think. I can't remember which one it was. If it was the new one or one of his older ones, but I, I got it because I saw him on a. I saw him on Facebook, and and I saw his testimony. And it was something he did with. Uh, it was one of the dudes from Bone Thugs and Harmony, I think.
1: Oh yeah, that's um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a new one. Yeah.
0: So. So I downloaded. Uh, I, I got that on iTunes, and uh, and so it. I, I'm feeling that dude, man. I was, uh, does he do any touring?
1: Yeah, he just he's just starting out. Do, actually, doing some stuff. He's starting to do it full time now, and he's got a couple dates with um, Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs. They're going out on tour right now. He just got he just got a couple dates, but he's trying, man. He's just starting out. Just quit his job, and um, he's doing features, and getting you know he's he's able to make some some income that way. Um, you know, from some from, from different upcoming artists and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's got big things ahead of him, man. Be praying for that guy because we know how harsh it can be. He definitely catches the blunt end of it from, like, being tatted up and stuff and maybe, like, having pictures with his shirt off and stuff. Like, some people don't play. Like, they they won't have that around their, their kids at all, you know. So they think that it maybe yeah, no. encourages people to go get tattoos on their face or something, but he, th- there's totally a lane for what he's doing, you know.
0: Absolutely, man. There, there he is. Well, uh, you talk to that cat, dude. Tell him to tell him to hit me up on Facebook, man.
1: Yeah, definitely, dude. Um, I did a show years ago. I can't think of the guy's name. I think his name starts with a T. Um, he said he he said that you was his manager. It was a hip hop artist, and this was man, this was probably '06 that you that you uh managed a, a rapper, and he was doing some dates with y'all. I can't think of his name. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, now you just made me forget. <laughs> I managed him, and I can't remember his it's
1: name, dude. It's been so long, uh, man. It
0: was, it was for a. He was real good, man. Uh, dang, now, now, <laughs> see, now I just went blank because I, I was just talking about him the other day. Uh, yeah. He, uh, yeah, man. He, he's now with. Uh, he's he got with a, a label finally and stuff. But I only managed him for a brief period of time, man. I, I, uh, it just wasn't. Uh, <clears throat> man, he was still. He he had a he had too many expectations, man. Right off the bat, and I'm yeah. like, dude, you can't, you can't, you gotta, you gotta grind, man. This is a grind, dude. I can't, you know. I yeah. can't But man, I forgot his now forgot his name. I
1: know, but, man. It's been it's been so long, but I just remember having that conversation with him. He's like, yeah, man, I'm managed by, um, you know, Seven Day Slumber or whatever. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, but it I, was
0: only it was only like I said for a month, but I I really did like his music, man. I just couldn't. Uh, he, like I say, he just had he had a lot of uh he just had a lot of I brought him out on tour as a matter of fact, uh and and so uh yeah he but, had you know, a good he just,
1: show yeah he had a good a good show he really incorporated the yeah, crowd and stuff yeah yeah
0: he's a he's a real good he's really good at what he does man and uh, I still you know uh, like I said I mean uh, it's I'm dude do dude, the dudes are really talented so but you know he was still young and and uh, uh, he had a lot of expectations that. He just, I just said, hey, dude, I mean, this is, I'm just, we're moving slow, bro. This is what we can do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, dude. Well, man, uh, yeah, if you you need things, you know, hit me up. My wife is our tour manager. She's not only the road manager for uh, Seventh Day Slumber, but she's also the tour manager for the whole tour, for the City Rock Fest tour, and for the Small Town America tour. So, uh, we, uh, if you need any other interviews or whatever with the other bands, maybe she can hook it up. Okay,
1: yeah, sounds awesome, man. We're just getting the site back off the ground. We were going strong for a while and, uh, you know, some stuff with the vision and other people. So we're getting everything back up. So I definitely hope to uh, catch you guys. I see you're coming through Alabama here soon uh, on the 17th, so maybe I can make it out to that one. Or catch one of the later days. But, yeah, dude, thanks so much for coming on, brother. I'm going to stay in touch. All
0: right, man, you take it easy.
1: All right, bro, peace.